Good morning. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host today. <laughs> so uh, we're going to be talking about Ewoks and droids this morning uh, with Kraley. So um, yeah, this is going to be a fun show, guys. One second, figure out. Oh, there you are. shouldn't be working the controls this morning. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi's Strauss, Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean. Helmets Presley and he's still the king. Some things are only imitatable. Can't be that original. Yes, folks, it is back of the cereal box. I am your host, Willow Schuyler. Johnny and Dee are out at a convention. Uh, so you'll be seeing them uh, periodically throughout the day uh, if you're following their feed. Um, so yeah, uh, our theme song was written by, or not written, sorry, uh, performed by the uh, uh, Murdering Crows. You can find their album uh, available on Amazon, iTunes, Google, and anywhere you find you can buy music. They are amazing, you guys. That theme song is so catchy, and I I've listened to the original, and I, I swear I I think I like the their version better than the original. But all right, so I'm gonna bring up Crayley so that I'm not the only one talking to myself. Hi. Hi. Good I'm morning. I'm listening to you talk to yourself for at least 15 minutes more, you know. Maybe 20. Maybe 20 if you like caffeinate a little bit, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and caffeinating is something that we both need to do this morning. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 you had a rough, rough night. You're, you weren't feeling I, too good. I did, but I'm here and feeling better than I was last night, aside from the tiredness from just not yeah. being able to get to sleep. But, you know. Uh, and then I went and uh, partied uh, for a couple hours at, uh, at a Gatsby uh, celebration last night. Um, lots of great music. Although, again, what I said earlier uh, while backstage, uh, any of these events that are uh, take that are supposed to take you back to a certain time period, I really wish that the music would suit the theme. Mm -hmm. um, I I do enjoy modern music, but you know uh, the the woman who's who was the singer was a fantastic singer. Um, I will give her that she had she had very good vocals. Um, uh, there were, uh, it was a burlesque show, uh, with a bit of circus and it was a great, a great entertainment all around. Um, but yeah, I really wish that the music suited the theme of the, uh, of the event. Yeah. That being said. <laughs> it can be a little jarring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as soon as I saw the band come out and all the guitars, I'm just like, oh, Okay, we're going to have a rock band. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yes, it was a dress-up event. It, funny thing, my husband was not happy that I wanted to go to this without him. But I'm just like, dude, every time I ask you to go to these kind of events, you say no. <laughs> I, I can understand where he's coming from, though. It's like downtown Winnipeg. Uh, we've had a lot of issues with people getting attacked on buses. Um, 
Yeah. Right. Well, so, I'm glad you were safe. That's <laughs> we go do our fun events. <laughs> I, I was debating on ta taking a cab, but then I realized that the bus was coming in like you know, 10 minutes. So I'm just like, it, it was only a block away from the event. So I'm just like, I'll take the bus home. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, there was a drunk guy that got on the bus and, uh, before my stop, he started coming up to me and asked, he asked me if I was Adele. <laughs> so I, apparently guys, I look like Adele to drunk people. That's flattering. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe one of our uh, super sponsors over at Buy Me a Coffee can uh, get oh, yes. below a bodyguard for a <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of our Buy Me a Coffee, you can support the show by going to buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. And we want to thank our super friends, Kate, Eli, Cindy, Sharice, and Dave. So, you know, this show... The show supports all the other shows on the network. Uh, it's a really supportive environment. If you're not in the group, the uh, Saturday morning rec room for this. Uh, lots of supportive people there and creative people there. And uh, yeah, get Willow a bodyguard. Get me more dino jammies, you know. Or, you know, more realistic stuff. Like making sure we have the best sound equipment, the best cameras, things like that. <laughs> Uh, thank you for, uh, for having my back on that. <laughs> uh, all right. So our, also one of our sponsors, well, uh, make sure you guys buy Johnny's books, uh, available at Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Um, so yeah, the tales of the Decoverse, uh, which kind of suited the theme from last night. Right. So. Especially the <laughs> one night at the Roxy, like. Yeah, he would have. I, I think Johnny would have loved to uh, be part of that event, though. Like if something, like I think that what was missing from last night was magicians, and I think Johnny would have been in his element right there. Um, and he could have been your bodyguard. He's a tall guy. <laughs> that is true. So one of these days, uh, I, I want to see how uh, how you guys partied down in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> We have some comments coming uh -huh. in this morning. Yes, Dave Mattingly, one of our super friends, says, good morning, box tops. <laughs> and Carl Witzman says, good morning to Dave. And he signed on this morning for the sole purpose of pestering Willow and Crayley. Goal achieved. <laughs> I feel good now, he says. <laughs> well, Carl, it takes more than that to annoy me. You're going to have to up your game. Feel less good about yourself, Carl. <laughs> a challenge um oh and dave is excited to see us oh that's so great for my <laughs> ego dave mattingly says willow and crazy a red letter day <laughs> cartoon commotion yep. says good morning cereal boxers and good dave morning. mattingly says i've heard that adele looks like willow to drunk people <laughs> <laughs> so you look like her. She looks like you. Beer goggles. They are magical. <laughs> <clears throat> and Kelly Gentner, my other Phoenix sister, says Willow should cosplay as Adele. <laughs> well, I'll show you guys a picture of what uh, what I looked like from last night. Beautiful. So, and okay, so stupid me. Uh, I was wearing a necklace that had a had a really nice fringe on it. It was a moon with a star on it. <clears throat> I figured out after the event, after I got home, how to actually wear it <laughs> because it had <clears throat> the necklace itself was like this long piece of jewelry and had like this other piece that goes across. Well. At first, I'm like, okay, does it attach in the back? And and then when I got home, I'm like, oh, you stupid moron! <laughs> it clasped and then had the star here, and then the moon kind of sat over here. And it's like, yeah, I totally wore it wrong last night. <laughs> I mean, 
maybe you were just, uh, you know, setting a new trend, uh, new <laughs> necklace wearing methods. <laughs> so the start just kind of sat over here. Uh, so yeah, the star was like more so hidden by my boobs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yep. Something, something, <laughs> shoot for the stars, and even if you miss, you'll. <laughs> I'm not responsible you... enough for being <laughs> for this. Right. Oh, also, I don't remember if I put this one up or not. Good morning, cereal boxers from Cartoon Commotion. Good morning, Cartoon Commotion. Oh, goodness. I suppose we should probably get to our topic for the no. day. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, um, <I> suppose. <laughs> Uh, uh, so we are here this morning to talk about Star Wars droids, the adventures of uh, C-3PO and R2-D2, and Star Wars Ewoks. Mm -hmm. So uh, <laughs> the the theme songs to to droids, I believe, it, it was written by one of the guys from The Police. Stuart Copeland. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> and it's so funny. You know, I guess we could tell even before we knew that because I was watching um, in bed last night. My husband gets up way earlier than me. Mm -hmm. So half asleep when I switch from droids to Ewoks, he says, the theme song for droids was better and then starts snoring again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, say you're from the 80s without saying you're from the 80s. It, it, yeah, it... <laughs> As soon as I put, as soon as my husband put on droids, uh, that that theme song came on, and the the, the images started putting coming through, and I'm just like, wow, that is totally eighties. <laughs> yeah, that's that was the first thing we said too, <clears throat> was the theme song came on, and we were like, we think this is from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> it's really catchy though, the droids theme song. The it is. The Ewoks theme song, I think, was a little more what you would expect from, like, a children's cartoon. Um, yeah. Still catchy, still cute, but, like, the droids theme song is a bop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although, I I, yeah, I will have to say this. Uh, I don't think that's a, a bad image, but uh, the the speeder that they, that they drove <clears throat> reminded me so much of... Um, um why am I blanking? Brain, you just had it. Um Speed Racer. There we go. Yeah. Like it had the bit. it had the same color it, and almost the same design as I'll see if I can find a better picture. Um but yeah, it was it, it was white with red um markings on it. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, I don't have a picture of that specific one saved, but if you find it, we'll put it up yeah. on the screen. But yeah, so the thing about Star Wars droids is it's set in between A New Hope and Revenge of the Sith. And it uh, starts out, oh gosh, we are on Tatooine, right? They're on the salt flats of... I do believe so. Yeah, right? And so um, it really sets up the aesthetic for a lot of the fringe groups who live in the Outer Rim uh, that gets referenced again in the sort of tech and the, the cyberpunk hairstyles and things like that for, I mean, content that's still coming out today. The Book of Boba Fett and the modders, like, mm -hmm. it, it's referencing this show really clearly, so... That was cool to see. I did not know that before I watched that episode. So, and um, like I, I will say this: like I, the the art style again is is something that I missed from that time period when it comes to cartoons. Um, although the hairstyle <laughs> of the girl kind of looks like she has hot dog buttons on her head, <laughs> it just you know didn't make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sci-fi hair is as sci-fi hair does, you know, it, it's about the statement more than the aesthetic <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> uh, 
The half-shaved head going into the ponytail on uh, Jobin, though, I could get that, behind that. Yep. <laughs> yep, there we go. That, Top left. That definitely is uh, a style that I have seen, even, even uh, in today's punk world. A lot of the guys and girls have a tendency to wear that stuff. Mm -hmm. so, um, I'm looking at the comments here. Uh, oh, good morning, Molly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kelly Gittner, uh, Ewoks are murder bears. A friend of mine didn't realize that until I pointed it out a few weeks and hit the look on his face upon realizing it was priceless. <laughs> they have little spears. It's so cute yeah. and stabby. Murder bear. <laughs> uh, Cartoon commotion says, love the droids theme song. We do too. We do too. <laughs> and Dave Mattingly says, here he comes. Here he comes, speed racer. He's a demon on wheels. <laughs> I don't remember the exact inflection, but I feel like it was dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Do you yeah. have closing thoughts on droids? <laughs> Aside from the theme song, if you all in the comments that had any like favorite episodes or anything, I only saw the first one because it was a little bit before my time. And funny enough, um, if you're looking for it on Disney Plus, it's available. The first episodes are available on YouTube too. But if you're looking for it on Disney Plus, we were like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There's so much Star Wars content. Ah, vintage Star Wars. <laughs> That's where well, both it, shows it came up pretty much right away on my YouTube. But then again, I have I have my algorithm trained if to find me old episodes of uh, these kind of stuff. So it's like, hey. And then, uh, of course, uh, right after watching uh, a couple episodes of Ewoks, it went right into, uh, you know, Johnny Quest. I'm like, no, no, that's not right. <laughs> You're going ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, both shows, one of the reasons I'm like, do we transition to Ewoks yet is both shows were doing some similar things where uh, George Lucas said he really wanted to explore animation as a medium to flesh out the character designs the technology the world building um and tell like side stories that weren't going to have time on the big screen and um so both shows are you know it's like before we had tons and tons of content like fleshing out the the forest moon where the Ewoks live. The name is escaping me because it's early, not because I'm a fake geek girl. Okay, I swear. I swear. I've got, I've got credentials. We both have sat in front of our televisions for many, many hours <laughs> watching <laughs> this kind of stuff. Star Wars content. But uh, to end Tatooine in places, end or Dave Mattingly in the comments, saving my bacon. <laughs> Uh, I almost said that. And then I was like, wait, is it? Yeah, it is. And then I was like, I'm just, I'll embarrass myself by rambling instead of embarrassing myself by getting it wrong. <laughs> okay, I do the same thing. It's like, let's kill time until someone gives us the answer. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I could just do what we do on comic books, the new class, which is on a hiatus right now, but it will come back in like a month or two. Um every third Tuesday of the month, comic books, the new class, our, our unofficial slogan is correct me if I'm wrong. Cause you know, it's a show for new comic book readers. Uh, Ryan, my co-host and I both got kind of a late start to comics. And so we'll be like, so we're pretty sure this is the context or we're pretty sure the person who did this also did that, but correct me if I'm wrong. And people do <laughs> in the comments all the time. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Like, okay, Carl has a good point. Uh, are we getting to the point where we, we will be Star Wars out? I love the first movies, but all these follow-up series uh, seem to be beating the ailing horse. Uh, you know what? I, I said this a while ago uh, uh, when, I first, uh, when I first started doing these podcasts. Are we getting, uh, are, are we 
going to be tired of seeing all these Star Wars stuff and the Marvel stuff. Uh, like all the superhero stuff, but people are like, no, 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 we're, we love this stuff. We want more. I, I honestly feel like too much is too much all at once. Uh, if they would space it out a little bit, maybe we wouldn't have this, but maybe we wouldn't feel like we're being overwhelmed. Uh, I don't know. I, I <laughs> A review channel I was watching recently was mentioning about how Star Wars no longer does the thing, one of the things that made it great before, which was going away for a little while every now and then. <laughs> but what I like about, I mean, for, it's like an embarrassment of riches to have all this content. And so I'm like, I can pick and choose. Like sometimes I get stressed out. I'm like, there's too much. I can't keep up. And then I realize, oh, I don't have to keep up. I can just watch what I want to watch right now. And the nice thing about that for the Star Wars universe is it's all told out of order anyway. You're very used to that. So yeah. that makes picking and choosing less stressful or pressure packed. Like it doesn't matter that I didn't vibe with Andor right away because, you know, I've been getting bits and pieces of this story and putting them together where they need to go my whole life now. So I can just skip to the Mandalorian or book of Boba Fett, you know, yeah. So I haven't watched the Bad Batch yet. I'll get to it when I get to it, you know? <laughs> uh, one thing that I have noticed uh, about uh, Endor, or sorry, Ewoks, is, you know, I, I love the art. I love how, eh, how cute and cuddly they look. And yeah, but again, murder, eh, murder bears. <clears throat> um, I don't know. Like, did it? Did it bother you that suddenly they spoke English? <laughs> um, or uh, am I just thinking through me for a second? I wouldn't say it bothered me because I was seriously worried that we were just going to listen to was a was a was a was a for twenty minutes, <laughs> and it would be like watching the Minions movie all over again. Uh, and curse you, Ewoks, for reminding me that there's an entire movie of just Minions going banana over and over again for an hour and a half. <laughs> See, oddly enough, I love I, I love minions. <laughs> well, then Ewoks going was a was a was a for twenty minutes probably would appeal to you actually. But I just believe. <laughs> I think that like I don't know. Um, I I love uh, I uh, I love the uh, again I love the art of the art style of the Ewoks. Ah, why why do they make them so cute? <laughs> Uh, to sell teddy bears, but sci-fi teddy bears to children. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> oh. De definitely. It and then, of course, like the first episode is. Uh... Sorry, I may have watched it out of one. One of the episodes that I watched was uh, like um, the um, kind of like a the wizard's apprentice meets uh sword in the stone kind of kind of idea and uh that's how you know that you watch way too much television movies <laughs> you're like which episode did i watch again <laughs> was it all of them no it couldn't be all of them <laughs> oh gosh so the first episode <clears throat> covers um it hasn't rained in months, and when you live in, like, a big rainforest, that's obviously uh, a big problem, and it causes... Everything's on fire down there? Um, yeah, it causes a lot of tension among the different, like, residents of that moon of Endor, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was a pretty serious topic told in a child-friendly way, you know, who's blaming who, how do we fix this serious problem, so. Yeah, I, I like Kelly's uh, reasoning. Uh, also, maybe the, <clears throat> maybe they were speaking Ewok, but the cartoon was translated into English. Suspicion of, is, <laughs> exactly, suspicion <laughs> of disbelief. Yes. Uh, so what, whatever headcanon you need to further, like, <laughs> more enjoy your content. <laughs> and uh, Carl uh, says, I just refuse to join any of those plus channels. I pay enough for cable. Exactly. And 
So I, I'm thinking about getting rid of my cable because of the fact that I'm that I have all the streaming services pretty much now. Uh, I've been I'm thinking about uh, getting rid of Netflix because now with Disney Plus, I don't watch it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I we have not had cable, my husband and I, since we got together. We just refuse to watch commercials. It's like we got to pay and watch commercials. No, <laughs> we'll get a streaming service and yep. subscribe at whatever tier makes us not watch commercials, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, okay. So we're doing things a little backwards this morning because yeah, I, I we're both, uh, we're both kind of tired and groggy. Uh, oh, so yeah. let's, Let's do new loot. <laughs> Let's do new loot. I have exciting new loot, but I had to put pictures of it because they're both collectibles. And I didn't feel like bringing them over to my podcast area because they are already in their display areas in my uh, my massive X-Men collection. Do you care if I go first, Willow? Oh, no. By all oh, means. You're Right. Uh, sorry, I, I was already here. <laughs> yeah. So, excuse my messy kitchen island. This I had to take a photo right away to show my friend Mark, who was with me. So, I bought this one at Indiana Comic Con a couple of weeks ago, which I was vending at. So, I had a moment to uh, sneak away, and this is from the DC Legends Icons series, the the Dark Phoenix doll. Um, I cosplay Dark Phoenix. Kelly, my Phoenix sister, cosplays Phoenix Phoenix in the green suit. <laughs> so, you know, I have I have a lot of Phoenix merch, but this one's new. That is really pretty. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. I, 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 I foresee like uh you putting um like L red and uh, red and orange LED lights around it to make it pop. Ooh. <laughs> Yes, uh, I should do that. <laughs> um, oh, and then I got this while I was with Kelly at one of the comic book shops in Indianapolis, downtown comics, after we went to Unicorn World and mm. took photos in costumes with all the giant animatronic unicorns. And then we went to our comic book shop and I found this uh, gallery diorama that I didn't have yet and the price was right. So I got to carry the, it's large. It's like basically depth to height, like a foot by a foot. Oh, and wow. so the box around it was even bigger than that. So I was carrying that around downtown Indianapolis for a while, you know, just just the bag handles getting thinner and thinner and thinner. <laughs> but I had to have it, I had to. That so is very pretty. Loot. Very well, yeah, well made. Like I love that. I, I love sculptors. I, like they are, it, they do such like, amazing work on our uh, on our figurines. And, oh, Mo uh, Molly Daniels uh, says I didn't get into indie Comic Con crazy. Hopefully, hopefully next year. Hopefully next year, I actually met Molly Daniels at an Indiana Comic-Con or oh. an Indie PopCon. I'm not sure which one, but we had only been internet friends and she walked up to me and she was like, Carl said to give this to you and hugged me. <laughs> so, or no, no, no. It was Brian. It was Brian Morris said to give this to you and hugged me. And I was just like, I know you, right? <laughs> so, I mean, she she didn't, like, hug me without my permission. She, like, did yeah. this in. But, <laughs> yeah, no. I love meeting meeting my, my internet peeps at conventions. <laughs> uh, Cartoon Commotion says the, that Phoenix Fig is excellent, and it really is. Um, all right, so you guys are going to be... Eh. Going along with the theme of the show today, uh, my husband and I raided uh, a Walmart. Uh, please ignore the mess in the background. <clears throat> oh, here I'll. I gotta do this. So we we Yay. got some Star Wars figurines. Johnny loves these boxes, so it's. 
and they are pretty cool. Like I, I, I love the box too. I love these old Kenner designs. Um, Ooh, I love that one. I had a really similar one when I was a kid. <laughs> um, my favorite one is uh, Princess Leia's uh, Boosh. And you have plans for that one, or so I, I do. I, 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 I'm gonna. <laughs> I, I have to. I have to figure out if I want to make the helmet out of uh, out of 3D printing or uh, actually make the helmet out of uh, resin and fiberglass. We'll see. Ooh. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Han Solo. And yeah, that's it. Oh. Um, I don't know. My my husband likes uh, collecting these little cars too. He's we're, we're putting we're putting plans in the mo in motion for his uh, his train layout. Uh, so we'll see if we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, definitely post pictures if it if it eventually meets your vision. It, yeah. Well. <laughs> We're both trying to figure out, uh, like, he, he's all, if you help me, you can have an area uh, uh, to yourself. I'm like, you realize that if you let me do that, it's going to look like airships and uh, and old uh, old <laughs> Western town, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the, that's where our steam engine will be parked. <laughs> Yeah, my husband's office, once we finally get the art hung up, is going to be so much Star Wars. Like, I've made him perler bead art of a Tusken Raider and of Boba Fett in front of the sunset. It was like red, orange, yellow, red, orange, yellow, over and over again to get the the sunset from two suns in the background. Cool. But also, he's just got he's got so much star wars stuff and then there are things that i had when the relationship started and i'm like this is still mine we're married and i will let you hang my diagram of the millennium falcon in raised silver ink on black background in your office but it belongs to me <laughs> uh, oh speaking of my husband he decided to chime in you can never have too much star wars stuff and my I husband would agree, agree with you on that. <laughs> uh, I've been actually, like, both me and my husband, we both like to take our, our figurines out of their boxes. And uh, my figurine cabinet is, is starting to get a little full, so I might need a new one. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, I've been tempted to, I, I feel like, I, and I've been looking up at, uh, um, across my uh, living room, uh, we have, uh, uh, I've been thinking, yeah, putting, putting pegs up and, uh, and having these on display like that, but we'll see what happens. My friend Mark has a hobby room where they, some of their cosplay stuff and the walls, two of the four walls in there are just, um, they, they don't put the push pins through the box. They put them like next to the area with the, the little place for the hook in the store. And uh, they all are close together so that they support each other. And it's wallpapered in action figures, like still in the box action figures. It's amazing. Oh, oh I'll have to look into that. Oh, I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you pictures. I'll have him send me one. And after the yeah. show, I'll send you pictures for inspiration. <laughs> Well, if we have like the like we have old wallpaper uh, on our walls and uh, like or, around the yeah, around our ceiling, there's like a border. Um, and I'm thinking, instead of taking the time to peel all that off, I could probably cover that up with with all our figurines. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> this is a double whammy, you know. 
display your figurines and cover up the thing that you're not a huge fan <laughs> of anymore. It's it's all good. Yeah, my house still looks like grandma still lives here, so I, I definitely need <laughs> need an upgrade. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with grandma decor. My kitchen is farmhouse chic. Like, and I, there are so many articles where it's like outdated trends you need to stop putting in your house. And they're always bringing up farmhouse chic. And I'm like, I'm going to do it harder now. Don't tell me what to like. <laughs> well, it's funny because that's pretty much it explains my kitchen uh, and my front porch but uh my living room and uh and my foyer here where my computer sits it, it's like definitely flower patterns everywhere and lime green walls <laughs> sounds cozy though don't ask where the lime green paint came from like we have latex paint on our banister right now and i keep looking at it going how long do you think that'll take to get off <laughs> i don't know <laughs> because i definitely would like to have it like back to the original state but yeah the latex it, like latex paint from like the 60s and 70s and i'm pretty sure there's a thick layer on it <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Permisson is joining the chat now and says, Crayley, because he is not used to seeing me this early in the morning, ever. He also says, good morning, ladies. Who are you dressed as, Crayley? Well, Ryan, <laughs> it was way too early to get into my Mara Jade costume to fit the theme. So I took advantage of the morning breakfast theme of the show and wore my dino jammies. It has a tail also. Let's see if my green screen will <laughs> show the, here we go. No. <laughs> um yeah and uh he also says i remember watching the animated movie droids and liking it haven't seen it since i don't remember if i've seen that or not or not we we're talking earlier in the episode about how much star wars content there is now and sometimes it's like if it was a long time ago i don't remember what plot was a part of which show or which movie like it it all just gets kind of like squished together for me sometimes where i'm like i remember <laughs> trivia and this plot but don't ask me the title of which uh <laughs> yeah exactly uh but here here's the thing here's one of the things that i i did mention it did did see uh you know uh i remember saying that um uh in, when we watched one of the movies where they, they where mark hamill milked uh the buffalo where the blue milk came from and i'm mm -hmm. like oh, well at least that answers that question but then i see this saw that i was like okay so that was already touched on before <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 um and then there's uh Oh, something else that I learned from Johnny before the show, actually, was that the more expressive face for C-3PO in the Clone Wars animated series was mm -hmm. an homage to droids' adventures of C-3PO and R2-D2. So oh, okay. it was like a callback for that. Yeah. And... They did a really good job on uh, on the art of uh, that. Although I I didn't I did notice that they missed um, C three PO's mismatched leg. A lot yeah. of people don't. It, it, it's funny how hey, nobody like I didn't notice it until later on when someone mentioned that C three PO has a mismatched leg, and it's like oh that. Now I totally see it. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess I guess silver is hard to. I think it's really hard to animate, animate yeah. silver, especially in the more hand-drawn style. Like with CGI, you've got a deeper range of color, partially because you've got more like illusion of depth to begin with so something metallic when you've got a layer that's lighter darker 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 around the curve of the leg or something 
but for the hand-drawn animation i think silver was really hard so we'll we'll give them a pass <laughs> i have spoken <laughs> yep <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, R Ryan says, "Don't forget, Kelly will be our guest on." And I quote today, "I, I, I might actually pay attention to that today." <laughs> <laughs> I try to watch Ryan's show every week, and sometimes I miss it, so I will have to catch up. Um, Saturdays are hard. I'm not caught up. I've seen a lot of episodes of it, but Ryan is a beast at putting his content out consistently, like. You know, it's just there's a lot to catch up on. So, Ryan, I I still love you. I will catch up. Yeah, uh, Ryan is asking if the, my my PJs are Minnie Mouse. No, they are Mickey Mouse. But yeah, Disney. Woo! <laughs> That's on theme. Disney owns Star Wars now. You know what? It's funny. Like we turned on eh, now it's going right into summer where I live and uh, we turned on the air conditioner in my house uh, full blown yesterday to cool it off. Woke up this morning and I was freezing. <laughs> Thank God for fuzzy like fleece pajamas. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do not do well in cold weather. <laughs> Oh, and you live so much further north than me. Like, I yep. don't do well in cold weather either. And I'm just like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I've uh, I've often thought of moving somewhere warmer, but then it's like, okay, do I want it? Do I want, you know, extreme heat all the time, <laughs> or <laughs> do I want a mixture of, you know, cold and hot? <laughs> like I have now. Well, I lived in the desert of Arizona at one point and ha not having seasons threw me for a loop. Like my body was like, this is wrong. So <laughs> keep in mind that if you've been used to having at least like three to four distinct seasons, uh, moving to a place where it's warm all the time can feel weird, like in your bones. It's so, it was well not expected because i don't like to be cold so i was like cool there's not really that harsh of a winter it'll be fun nope <laughs> well here in winnipeg we we either freeze to death in the winter or boil to death in the summer because we have really humid summers oh and yeah. uh our summers are it can be very comparable to that of florida yes i've i've looked our our summers get up there with with Florida, um, and the humidity is insane here too. Uh, so, and then of course, like spring and uh, spring and fall, we have maybe a month of both. Yeah, <laughs> same here. Right in the into the next season. <laughs> yep. Oh, Ryan pointed out something important. Disney, not a sponsor. LOL. <laughs> Maybe they and, will be if we if we mention them enough. <laughs> maybe Carl Whitman says in the Midwest you can have all the seasons in the same day, and that's true. <laughs> yes, Not that long ago it was thirty degrees when I left the house and seventy five degrees uh, by the time I was ready to go home. How do you dress for that? I don't know. It, even so, there are times where my uh, weather app will be like, "No, I don't feel like working today." <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's like, like okay what, how do you know what the, what the weather will be it's like a magic eight ball being like uh <laughs> answer unclear German. ask again <laughs> <laughs> but hey willow i have a question for you yes. what's in the bowl uh oh okay so I decided to opt out on doing the, my usual cereal. Uh, went to the dollar store and found these. Uh, sorry. Here. The virtual background really messes stuff up sometimes. All right. Found these snacks. They're called um, snacks. <laughs> <laughs> they're pea crisps. And it's. Uh, apple cinnamon flavor. 
So that's so, so breakfasty. <laughs> so rather than doing uh, Willet cereal, I am going to see if it tastes good in my coffee. Ooh. Oh, are we watching this experiment live on air? Mm-hmm. Y'all, we're about to see history. Hmm. Not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad with the coffee. But yeah, definitely something that I wasn't sure if I should actually see if it's cereal because, you know, peas. I don't know if that. <laughs> yeah, no, some things you probably shouldn't even try to put milk on. So instead of Willet <laughs> cereal this morning, we got Willet coffee dunker. And the answer was kind of. Yeah. It, it goes well with it goes well with coffee, especially coffee with uh, with uh, uh, hot chocolate in it. Oh, nice! My has bowl my has my coffee mug in it. I am one of those people like Dee who gets nauseated if I eat solid food too soon after waking up. So oh. I have a sort of brunch, like three to four hours after I wake up. And sometimes I'll have something like smoothie-ish or fruit juice-ish just to like jumpstart my system. But if it's solid, like sometimes it's even like four hours after I've woken up, it can be, can be hard to go throughout the day, get sluggish and nauseated. So you I, know, I'm, the, I'm kind of coffee. the same way. Like I'm, I'm not usually one to eat breakfast right, right after I wake up. Um, so yeah, I definitely, yeah, I, I definitely like to take time to wake my system up before I eat. Um, and sometimes I won't eat until like noon or one o'clock and then it's like, oh, I should probably eat something. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's not good to not get anything in your system in the morning and we want all of our followers to be healthy, but <laughs> everybody is different like everybody mm -hmm. and they have different needs and sometimes you just have to adjust. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, hey, Molly's apparently going to erase. Uh, I'm going the to the Indy 500. Race. Okay. That's like a really famous NASCAR race in my area. I'm from the Indianapolis area. Well, I'm actually from, from South of there, but I live in the Indianapolis area now. And yeah, apparently she is going to start off with a sweatshirt, t-shirt, then tank top. <laughs> Normally she wears sweats with shorts underneath, but since temps are going to be mild, just capris. I wish you the best of luck with your <laughs> uh, temperature adjustments there. It can be especially um, hard to manage your body temperature at big crowded events like that. And so it's outdoors on this like huge track, like... Indy 500 is a big deal. So I used to live uh, right next to Speedway, which is the the neighborhood of Indianapolis that the, the race is held in. And it's so big that uh, I worked in Speedway at a Bath and Body Works as my second job. And we were closed on race day always because you could not get in or out of the parking lot from the way they had to direct traffic. Like the whole... Oh, Indy 500 is open wheel IndyCar, not NASCAR. That's the Brickyard 400. I'm a bad Hoosier, y'all. <laughs> bad, bad Crayley. Oh my gosh, I mixed them up. The it's okay. I'm, I'm not in the know of that. Although it's funny, when I first when I first started dating my husband, he was a huge NASCAR fan. So, and then of course he got into like the um, uh, other racing stuff as well, um, and. Uh, so it was it was like a all weekend thing where it was NASCAR and Indy <laughs> and uh, so yeah and then of course monster trucks that became a huge thing in our house for a uh, while there. I haven't been to a monster truck rally in so long, but I want to go again. I you know what and I said this. The other day to my husband, I really wish that uh, the monster trucks would be an outside event rather than being indoors at our arena because the the arenas are too small for them to do uh, the big stunts. 
like yeah. they do down in the states and yeah and then of course like bringing up the, the bigger the bigger ticket uh guys would be it uh, would be awesome to see too um but so you've never gotten to see like gravedigger we like we've seen uh gravedigger i think it was like his sons uh driving it and then mm. um uh then of course like um uh, monster mud and uh a bunch of uh, those other guys uh like a lot of times when they come up to canada it's uh it's not the uh it's not the john mints or tom mints sorry uh guys it's like the sons or their their uh other drivers <laughs> of their cars right. Um, Sometimes you got to delegate. <laughs> yeah. Um, although, like, I, I would love to see, I would love to see uh, the monster trucks up close. Like, that, that's my main, that's one of my goals in life is to go down to the pits and actually talk to these guys and interview yeah. them if that, if that's possible. <laughs> hey, monster truck drivers or your, your crews or your managers, if you're watching this, uh, Willow Skyler would like to interview you. She's amazing. <laughs> Take her up on it. Get in contact. You can message back at the cereal box anywhere you find them and be like, this message is for Willow. Or Willow, where, where else could they reach out to you? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, how about you? Is there anything that you'd like to see? Oh, gosh. I would also really love to get down, to go down to the crew. Um I knew some kids in my class in like fourth grade who got to do a pre-show thing at one of the big monster truck rallies that I was at, but I wasn't at the pre-show thing where they showed them all the safety measures and they buckled them all into the harnesses. And I was like, what? So you got to like climb up there and buckle it. And they didn't, they didn't, they didn't move obviously, but like, ah, <sighs> I would love to do that. Yeah, no. Or, um, gosh, there are lots of comic book artists who come to the conventions in my area that if I weren't working, I would really love to interview. Like, but I, uh, I vend, I have Pokeballs by Crayley, which by the way, if you search at Pokeballs by Crayley on pretty much any social media, you can find my Pokemon art there. Um, but yeah, no, there, there's so many people that I would love to interview or even events that I'm at. It's like, I don't always get to fully enjoy them because of, I love my job, but it does take some time away from some of the, the benefits of being in the convention scene sometimes. Oh yeah. Um, so Molly says that she has an extra ticket. So, oh maybe man, I would love to go it. with you, Molly, but I am already committed for the day tomorrow. Uh, I should definitely try to see you soon, though, Molly. That would be great. Uh, Molly says, I got, I got into the pits at the 500 grade qualifications one year. That was exciting. A friend was working the safety protocol and took me down there. Got some amazing pictures. Oh, wow. Oh, I bet that was amazing. <laughs> My dad got amazing pictures of me at... Um, at a set of drag races in Indianapolis one weekend when I was a kid. And the nice thing about at least the two drag races I've ever been to is that it's pretty open. Like they tend to have in any on our track anyway. Um, like as long as you stand in line and are, there aren't too many people at once, you can filter past the, kind of like pit area it's it's different because they're racing in a straight line in the same place yeah um and they have their cars like out at booths and stuff like that the driver signed autographs it was there were some pretty cool pictures of me close up in the thick of stuff when i was like 10 or 11 i need to ask my dad if he still has those <laughs> um so Cartoon Commotion asks, uh, Ewoks and Droids, did you find the plots intense for kids shows? Were they exciting? Uh, I thought they were pretty on par for uh, for kids shows. I think for kids shows era. of the 80s, they were on par. But for kids shows today, I feel like kids shows today have less and less stakes and serious tones in them. 
like it feels like there's less easing you into serious topics in children's shows. It's like you go straight from Paw Patrol to Avatar The Last Airbender, where there's like been a hundred year war with not a lot in between. Whereas for older cartoons, they did talk about more serious or more intense topics and action sequences and stuff. And these two shows are, they're in that category. They're not Paw Patrol. <laughs> That's yeah. not hate, me hating on Paw Patrol. I'm just saying like, you know that the dogs are going to get the frog back to the pond. It's, <laughs> you know, there's not really a question. Yep, exactly. Uh, oh. uh, did the Ewoks have the same vibe or was it more lighthearted? I think Ewoks was more serious, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Although I wasn't sure, like, uh, the whole wizard thing when it came to Ewoks was kind of confusing. Like, I don't know. Uh, they didn't seem like they they were, uh, like, doing the whole preparing for for war and, and keeping, making sure that nobody trespasses on their, on their area. I, I thought it was more like, you know, I don't know. Is it just me or did the, did the magic thing just kind of, it, it, the magic thing threw me off about that show. It threw me off a little bit too, but I mean, I didn't dislike it. I, I'm a big like fantasy fan though. So I'm like, oh, there's magic too. Cool. If, if you work it in, you work it in. <laughs> mind you, it, mind you, it is, uh, Star Wars is, and is pretty much wizards. <laughs> right. That's true. Basically. Um, Carl Witzman says back in the eighties, kids were more mature. They needed those life's le life lessons. And Carl, I, I disagree in a way. I don't think that kids in the 80s were more mature. I think that adults in the, the 80s gave kids more credit. I think Gen X and millennial parents are not giving their kids credit for mentally developing as fast as kids do, you know, and that's why there's some of that disconnect and that children aren't getting as serious of content catered to them. Like, I will say, and I, I, I brought this up to one of my friends uh, yesterday where, you know, we're our generation, the ones that were born in the 70s and 80s, seem to be uh, a little bit more acknowledgeable where uh, we, we acknowledge that uh, the abuse in our in our lives and where we took steps to try to try to make sure that the next generation isn't so mentally wacko. <laughs> right. But so, um, no. before the show is over, I want to make sure we talk about our partnering charity comic books for kids. So I've got a short informational video for you, but don't go anywhere because we're going to come back with final thoughts. Comic Books for Kids provides comic books to kids in hospitals and cancer centers across the U.S. It's a place where we can all work together to make sure every child has a comic book. 100% of all proceeds go towards the kids. It's about making a difference, and while they're in the hospital, allowing them to fly like a superhero, battle dragons, or rescue teddy bears. We are in every state in the country and now support over 160 hospitals. Every month, we add more. Visit cb4k.org. Yeah, so we're very proud to partner with them. It's a great cause. Um, I don't know if you all knew this, but uh, comic books actually have um, a higher percentage of like difficult SAT type words in them per like per word percentage wise than novels for children. Um, and the way that they are illustrated helps kids have the context they need to understand those bigger, more complex words because the illustrations are so detailed and the actions are being drawn out for them. So, you know, kids need comic books. I'm not saying Absolutely. I'm down their throat if they hate them. My vocabulary hard. actually did come from the comic books. So I, I will agree with you on that where, you know, none of the, none of the novels or none of the books that I read had, had words that, you know, 
were very <laughs> big words according to me right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it, it, uh, I remember, it, I remember the, there's certain words that that are part of my vocabulary it, um, that did come from comic books. So, but words are hard today. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cartoon Commotion says the depth 80s and 90s provided to cartoons was a layer of quality that I love to rewind to often. Me too. The original My Little Pony series was like something else compared to the stuff that came right before friendship is magic and friendship is magic got back to the depth a little bit and i feel like it was trying to get more of the like plot and depth and lessons of the original one and it's just you know um cartoon commotion also brings up gummy bears was 1985 and ewoks was 1986 so perhaps that had some influence on the show question mark and maybe it did. I loved Gummy Bears. I loved mm -hmm. it. Gummy Bears. I'm not going <laughs> to sing anymore. But <laughs> um. uh, I, I, Carl says we need the challenge to learn. Yes. I Absolutely. agree. You, it's the same as like working out your body. Working out your mind requires a challenge and comic books do that in a fun way. And I think cartoons that give kids a little more credit also do the same thing where they can challenge your mind a little bit. So. Yeah. And I, th I think also when it comes to cartoons, uh, like uh, walking away from the eighties and uh, early nineties stuff towards the middle of the nineties, we saw you know, things going a little bit more simpler um with with the content that they were putting out um along with the art and we and now with you know shows like well minions and, and where we can have a whole show of you know and teletubbies where we can have a show of just nonsense noise <laughs> mm -hmm. um i don't know where that came from <laughs> or why it exists. Um, but uh, no, um, I do miss, I, I, that's why I always say that I, I, I miss stuff from, from the 80s and 90s. Uh, it was definitely a different time. Then. <laughs> and I like doing these look backs uh, of, of our cartoons. And um, so it's nine o'clock. I think right. we're both ready to kind of pack it up and call it quits. And uh, Crayley, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me and my uh, my cosplay partner at our link tree. So that has my Pokeballs, her books, all of our cosplay stuff, and all of our podcasts. I'm going to put it up on the screen here. But for those of you who are just listening to the audio, it's linktree.com slash phoenixsis cosplay so phoenix s-i-s cosplay so loads of creative content there lots of ways to contact us if you want to partner with us on something or you know if you'd like to shop some pokemon art just nudge nudge pokemon fans um i appreciate you all so much regardless of which one of my creative endeavors you're participating in or watching or whatever thank you all so much um and yeah, where can we find you, Willow? Uh, you can find me all over social media. I am I have a social media superstar. Uh, <laughs> uh, oddly enough, my link tree is up there as well. Um, so you guys can find me pretty much everywhere. I am on uh, well, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, I'm on TikTok uh, and Instagram. Um, I do have a Twitter, but I don't use it. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a, kind of a reason for that. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, you guys can uh, find me I'll, uh, find me on those. Um, I also have a website, so but yeah, you guys can look all that up on uh, on my link tree. Um, and uh, what's coming up? Um, we want to thank our sponsors again. That's 
that's what's coming up there. <laughs> so thank you again. You can support the show by going to buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod. If you enjoyed this show, please support us. If you hated the show, support us by giving. Generally, we will get better. We promise. <laughs> And I promise that next next week we, I will be uh, less groggy and more alert. Uh, or uh, unless, of course, there's an event that comes up between now and then. But thanks for joining us on this episode. You guys have a wonderful day, and Crayley, go back to bed. <laughs> you know, I really should. I <laughs> really should. So thank you all so much. <laughs>